Well, hello everybody. Woo! Woo, 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 woo. I know that's not so silly, but anyway, this is Reverend Gray and the kid says Minister Tasha. And we want to welcome you here to our podcast. To our podcast. And first of all, let me say thank you. Let me say thank you, thank you, thank you for those of you that have been consistently listening. And I realize we both realize that you don't have to, but we're just grateful anyway. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this journey. And Minister Morrison, the kid sis, she's going to give you more information. Well, welcome again. This is episode 11. I think I said it on the last podcast. I don't know if it was recording or not, um, but mm-hmm. I know I, I remember mentioning mentioning this to you, um, but I heard it again today that several podcasts, although there are a ton of podcasts, mm-hmm. several podcasters do not make it past episode six. It's actually wow. episode six. And by the grace of God, you are listening to episode 11. Episode 11. And let me go back and say, welcome, welcome, welcome to the No Name Podcast. <laughs> we don't have a name but we do have content. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And again, thank you for being a part. And I forgot to say this part. We are, we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers, but we are two of God's servants who are grateful for the platform and grateful that you listen to us. All right, kids, let's take it away. I would encourage you um, if you've ever received any anything that was encouraging, any motivation, if you've ever received any value from any of the episodes, I just want to ask you to like, share, subscribe, leave a comment or a review. And if you ever have any questions or comments or any topics that you want to throw our way, you can email us at nonamepodcast at gmail.com, which I will also link in the show notes with all of that out of the way sis if you had to describe your week in one word if you had to describe you know we do this every week every time we record we always start with the same question so for my sister to have this bewildered look on her face right now I don't know why hence why I'm taking my time giving her some time to think before I finish the question so sis if you yes. had if you had to describe your week in one word, what would that one word be? If I had to describe my week, here we go. In one word. <laughs> and we do do this every week. We do. We do it every and week. I talk slow. I added context. And you still don't have your word. And it's okay because that's because you have your word. Johnny on the spot doesn't mean that I have mine. So, and and you was throwing shade, but it's okay. But my word, my word for my word for the week was is 
my week, my week. There are so many words to choose from. I would say great. I would say great. My word <laughs> for the did. week is All great. That. I did. Uh, I did. So what's your word for the week? Eventful. Very good. Eventful. Very good. Very oh. good. Let's jump right into today's episode. What are we talking about today? So I heard on a a YouTube show that children, that the internet and social media and games are raising our children, are raising our children, this generation. And then when I heard that, my mind went back to the previous generation, the television was raising our children. And so I just wanted to explore that tonight. And not only is that the internet is raising our children, but it's a distraction to adults. So I just wanted to explore that, that's all. Nothing deep, I just wanted to explore that. So what do you think? I agree, but Mm -hmm. I would only say that we are to blame. If we say that the internet, social media, YouTube is raising our our children, it's because we're allowing it to. The moment that we stop and take time with our kids, the internet stops raising them. I agree. I think that we like to get our kids to be quiet (laughs) so Mm -hmm. we give them phone tablet the video game um but i don't know if we really realize mentally and emotionally what that could be doing to the child as well Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. years from now it can be oh well my parent, parents, cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, never spent time with me. They just mm-hmm. put me in front of the TV. They just put me in front of a game. They just gave me a phone. So what is right. that saying to a child emotionally and mentally? That that maybe they're not worth spending time with? And even, do they even think like that? Or is it just, okay, yay, I got this game. My parents are out of my way and I can just do what I want to do. Can no, it be I, that to the kid? Right now, Yes. But Uh I'm coming, so you know that I'm in this mental health class. Uh And the more that I read the different books, the more that I watch the different lectures, I am learning, and I'm even learning this for myself, that a lot of the issues, the challenges, everything that we're dealing with today, 98% of the time stems from childhood. Yeah, yeah. So even though to a child today, yeah, it's fun to be on a video game. It's fun uh, to to be on the phone and do whatever I want to do and have fun. Mm -hmm. But long term, what kind of effect will that have on a child emotionally as they become an adult? Right. And I, I, I would even go further to say it's not just emotionally, it's discipline. It has to do with discipline as well. I, I, As I walk through the store, I see babies that can't even talk. 
going through phones, mm-hmm. you know, their eyes glued to the phones, talking about two and three-year-olds, two and three-year-olds. They are, you know, just to keep them quiet, mm-hmm. you give them a phone, you give them a, a, an iPad. I remember when we were younger, when I was growing up, you know, everybody sat at the dinner table. The TV may have been on, the TV may have been on, but there was a lot of things that we couldn't do at the table because it was family time. It was time to talk and things like that. But you go out to restaurants, even when we, cause we went out to restaurants, even when we went to, when we went to restaurants, we didn't have our, no games. We didn't have anything. Wait, did, did you even have handheld games during that? But we had like little board games. We had books and things like that. We couldn't, that was not allowed at the table. I think, okay, so since we're we're going with the, the generation thing right now, mm-hmm. I think some of that is because other generations didn't have access. There were there were no Game Boys. There were no Nintendo Switch. Cell phones came out when I was a child. But so then, uh, go ahead. A lot of it has to do with access as well. And so <clears throat> Game Boys was out even with the Game Boys. Cause I remember, you know, my 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 cousin and all of that stuff. She wasn't allowed to take that to the dinner table. It just wasn't allowed. Yeah, that's because her parent didn't do that. They didn't have access to that. So then you have my generation, which is your cousin, right? Uh-huh. We had access to that. And so now our children have access to something different. So I think with each generation, it gets worse because access changes. Game Boy didn't come out till till 1989. And so they were, that was still your generation. Yeah, I was six. Yeah. So that your generation and older, but I didn't see any Game Boys at the table when I was out at the restaurants. I just didn't see it. Yeah, because you're, so I, I, what I'm trying to get at is because our parents and grandparents didn't have access to that, they raised us a certain kind of way. So no, we didn't have cell phones at the table. We didn't have Game Boys at the table. We didn't have all of that because they didn't have access to it. So of course they're going to limit what we have access to. But as children and as teenagers and as young adults, why do you have this confused look on your face? I'm listening. I'm you, you, your confused look is throwing me off. No, no, I'm listening <laughs> because you said they didn't have access. They didn't have access, but their children had access. And when their children had access to those games, they still were not allowed at the table. And the time that they spent on those games was still limited. Because of their experience as children. Because my mother and father did not Mm -hmm. have access to handheld games. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's going to be different with me, even though I have access, they're still raising me similar to how they were raised. Uh 
However, as each generation comes, access level changes. So could it have been because your parents were being parents? And I'm not saying that nobody is not being a parent, but your 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 parents, your parents were paying more attention to what you were doing. No, because I didn't have family dinners at the table. <laughs> so I can't say that it's because okay. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. So when you were sitting at the table by yourself, or you were sitting at the table with one of your parents, could you take your, your handheld game to the table? Not that I recall, but that's because of how they were raised. Each generation is going to be different based on access. The way they were raised, I, it's, it's that, way we're, that way they were raised. That's the part I'm having issues with because I don't think it has to do with the way that someone was raised. It's just what they do to raise their children. So hear me out. Years uh-huh. from now, years from mm-hmm. now, today's children, because they're able to access their phones at any given time, some are allowed to play the game at the dinner table whenever they want, right? When mm-hmm. they become parents. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen to their children? Question. Question. Here we go. Here we go. Question. You just don't want to agree. Where are the children getting it from now? From their parents. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. When it was dinner time, <clears throat> my mom wasn't on the phone. Y'all didn't have phones. Y'all didn't have cell phones. We had house phones. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh if you want to. But we had house phones. And so when it was dinner time, no, it wasn't time to be on the phone. It was time to be at the table. Okay, so... Never mind. I'm not even gonna do that. No, I'm listening. Come on, let's get why it. Why do you do? Why do you then do the opposite today? Because it's it's different. It's not because of what I was taught. It's not because of what I was taught. Because access is different now. Yes, but you're saying it's because of the way the parents were raised. I get the access is different now. I get that. I totally agree with that. Access is different, but not because of the way the parents were raised. I I have a problem with that. Now, the access, yes, access is way different. It's way different. Even with pagers, people knew where you were because you stopped to call. Before we had any of that, when people tried to get in contact with you and you weren't home, you got a message written down, such and such call, and you call such and such back when you got home. But now everything is, is instantaneous. Because access has changed. Access has changed. And so even with that access, I'm not just going to talk about the children, but adults as well. You know, we can scroll for hours. 
We really can. We can scroll for hours. And then our kids see that. And then they, on their games, they're, I mean, they even bring their games to the table to eat dinner. They do. This was said on the podcast, on the YouTube thing I saw. The kids oh, bring agree. it. I agree because my godson has done it. And it wasn't until recently where I stopped it. And I started mm -hmm. having, we would sit there and we would have conversations. I remember it was a couple of, maybe a month ago. He, um, it was a, it was in the morning and I made breakfast. So I cooked him breakfast and he's sitting at the table and eating. And I'm sitting, I made my food. I'm sitting there with him and I'm eating with him as well. And mm -hmm. then you called me mm -hmm. and I caught myself. I was like, mm -hmm. wait, no, we're at the table having breakfast. I will call mm -hmm. you back mm -hmm. because I'm trying to change the narrative of mm -hmm. what he sees. I'm trying to get him, even though, look, he has no shame in talking. <laughs> He's mm -hmm. a talker, mm -hmm. right? It does not mm -hmm. matter. He will right. wake up talking. He goes to sleep talking. Right. <laughs> has no problem whatsoever <laughs> in that area. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But I am I am attempting to help nurture who he becomes as a teenager and as an adult. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want him to be so pulled away from people that he loses the ability to interact with people. Do you see that with the young people? What do you mean? That they don't know how to socialize and, and not just, again, not just the children, adults as well. Well, see, I think that the pandemic has a part to play in our ability to socialize today. Because we Which, were, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'll say it first. Go ahead. So weren't we socializing before the pandemic? Yeah. So we can't just blame it on the pandemic. No, yes, we can. Because okay. look, look, the pandemic forced our kids to now go to school online on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Some of them really wasn't on Zoom that much. So they mm -hmm. would receive their uh, classwork, homework, and then just told to turn it in. That mm -hmm. limited their social skills and being able to interact with someone else. Mm -hmm. The same thing happens when you have a child, teenager, whatever, who is homeschooled their entire life. Mm -hmm. Social skills lack sometimes because mm -hmm. they are not accustomed to interacting with people on a daily basis. So some of the issues that we have today in social inter interaction can be attributed to the pandemic because we were we were isolated. So my question to you is, before the pandemic, were you able to socialize? Yes. During the pandemic, did that take away your socialization skills? It was extremely limited. Did it take away your it socialization was limited. skills? Did COVID-19 take away your socialization skills? It limited it. Didn't you have to go to work? 
at home. When you went to work, there was no one in the office hardly. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so this is what I'm gonna say. It did not take away my socialization skills. It didn't because I knew how to. It doesn't matter. It didn't take away my socialization skills because I knew how to socialize before we went into the pandemic. Once you get on the bike, if you haven't ridden the bike in a long time, you get back on it, you know how to ride the bike. Am I correct? Yeah. So I'm not going to say that COVID took away those skills. I'm just not going to say that. Because even online and in, on Zoom and all of that, you still had to learn how to talk to people. You still had to know how to socialize. No? It's different socializing on Zoom than it is in person. It's okay. different. Okay. When you're in person, body language has, has a huge part to play in it. You don't get that on Zoom. I can turn my camera off. You don't see what I'm doing. You hear me, but you don't see my body language. That's a part of social skills. Okay. All right. So again, I say the pandemic limited our ability to socialize with others, which in turn sometimes plays a part in how we have socialization issues today. That's my because story. And I'm sticking to it. Because you can't see a person's body language on Zoom because they have their camera off. But the people that have their camera on, you can still see their body language. And not. I'm just oh, man. At what point have you been in a Zoom meeting and everybody's camera was on? At what point have you even been in a Zoom meeting where everyone is interacting? There's been times. But even with that, even, even say no. Even, even Okay, so you... Okay, we'll go with that. But I still I still say that the pandemic did not take away our socialization skills. It didn't if take they, away yours. You can't speak for everybody else. And you can't either. So just say now, it didn't take away yours. Our our reaction our our um our interaction with one another was limited. It was limited. Some people were isolated at home, but I really don't think that two years took away. Now, if you didn't have any socialization skills before, okay, I get that. But if you had socialization skills before that, before COVID, I don't think that two years took those socialization skills. I mean, I look at people around me. And they don't know how to talk to each other. How many times have you, since after the pandemic, before the pandemic was one thing, after the pandemic, how many times have you gone in a store and become very upset because people don't know how to, people don't have manners? It's gotten worse since the pandemic. People don't know how to talk to you. Customer service is horrible in some places. All of that has happened since the pandemic. So no one can sit here and tell me that the pandemic did not affect our ability to socialize. Like, no, there's no way. Absolutely not. We can agree to disagree. We can. We can agree to disagree. So the 
social media and all of that, when it comes to our children, and I am not a parent, and so I don't want a parent jumping down my back. However, even I remember my hairstylist told me, even a good thing can be too much. Even a good thing can be too much. And even though social media is good, it not only affects our children, but it affects the adults as well. So what's the takeaway from this conversation? What would you want the audience, the listener who just heard us go back and forth? <laughs> to <take> exactly. <laughs> what would you want somebody to take away from this conversation? Social media is good for a lot of things. It is good. I remember when I first got on, it helped me to get in contact with friends I hadn't seen in, from high school in a long time. It helps people to stay in contact with their, their families, even with Zoom or even with Messenger, you can see the your family's faces and all that. Social media is good. It is good. However, too much of a good thing is can be bad for you. And even social media, one avenue or one thing that we may talk about in another show is how people bully on social media. Another aspect of social media is people compare themselves to others. We don't know how true, you know, the post may be. However, people only post the good stuff. So that's another aspect of social media. I'm not saying social media is bad. What I am saying is that too much <laughs> of anything is not good for you. That's all I'm saying. And it just, when, when, when it comes to children, um, even the, the 80s babies, they were put in front of the TV and the TV was, was raising and I hate to say that because I just hate to say that, but we just have to be mindful as parents, as parents, as parents, guardians, aunties, uncles, not to allow social media, the internet, games. We can't allow them to take away that precious time that we need to spend with our children. Yes, it can be a, a tool. tool. It can be a tool or it can be, you know, something that will help you with your children when you're, you're, you're busy. And some people are saying, well, you don't know what I go through. You don't know what I deal with with my children. I got to do this and I have to do that. No, I get it, but I don't think that social media should be that fill in. I agree. No, I agree. Uh, I remember that one time I had my godson for the whole week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bruh, my hats go off to single parents. 
Right. Because right. not only do you have to make sure that you're at work and you take care of yourself, but you have a whole nother person depending on you as well. Um, and right. I was having to, you know, get up in the morning, cook breakfast when it's just me. I don't necessarily have to cook breakfast every day. But when you have right. a child and you want them to, you know, go to school on a semi full stomach, right? You want them to have a healthy, nutritious, balanced meal in the morning. Um, you you wake up, you make breakfast, you gotta drop them off at school, then you have to go to work, do what you have to do, then you mm -hmm. gotta go pick them up from school. Some kids are in after school programs, so you're not picking them up till six. Then you mm -hmm. got to do homework, make dinner, make sure they get in the bath because, you know, they be playing all day. So you're going to take right. a bath. Smell <laughs> like puppies. Mm -hmm. right? and, and I had that experience for an entire week and I was I was so uh, humbled by it. Because mm -hmm. like I said, when it's just yourself, simple, you just take care of you. You get up when you want right. to, you know, you eat whenever you want to, which isn't necessarily good. Mm -hmm. um, but I can see how you just want those few minutes to yourself. So you say, go ahead and play the game. Mm -hmm. You say, go ahead and, and do this or do that because you just trying to get a second. Mm -hmm. I get it. So I'm not saying that video games and social media are entirely bad, entirely wrong or anything like that. But like you said, I'm limited. But mm -hmm. I will also add that if we want our children, our godchildren, our grandchildren, our nieces, nephews, cousins to limit their interaction on social media, then we have to set a better example. Exactly. We exactly. Have, we have to set the example. We can't be sitting in front of them scrolling while they're trying to talk to us. Right. That's, that's not actually rude. That's not a yeah, good look. That's actually rude. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually we want them to do better. We got to do better. Period. We have to do better. Yeah. And so one of the um the mothers that was on the show, she said that she was talking to her kid. No, before she start talking to her kid, and she was on social media, and she was like, "Okay, wait, I can't do this because I asked him." to limit his time why am i sitting up here with him and i and i'm on my phone mm -hmm. but they learn right from what we do and i understand you are you got you may have to do work and i'm not talking about that on your phone it's just the time that we spend on social media yeah. and we're not communicating with our family and our friends and things like that and I'm going to add this too for content creators, um, because in some areas, you know, I find myself in content creation spaces and trying to record and post content and things of that nature. I had to record a video announcement for church and I did mm -hmm. something rather interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I involved my godson in the process. Right. So that he can see how it works. You know, he helped me with the lighting. He helped me with placement. He helped me set it up. He helped encourage me in the process, right? When I was stumbling over my words and I was getting frustrated, he was right there cheering me on. Um, I, I said something and I was like, no, I don't like it. And he was like, no, I like it. It's good. 
So if mm-hmm. you're going to do content creation, if you're going to to be right. on social media for business or for inspiration mm-hmm. and motivation, include your kids. Right. In- include them in the process. There's so much that they right. can learn. You never mm-hmm. know what that five minutes of content creation can end up 15 years from now. Right. They can be a social media manager making bank. Especially now, because with them on social media so much, you know, you as parents and aunties and uncles, we can set goals for our kids. Absolutely. We can. We can. And that he was so proud. He was so proud to help you with that content. And then when he saw it on the screen, he lit up. Smile. He lit up. Yeah. He lit up. That's he something he lit. may never forget. Right. Exactly. Involving social media in the whole nine. Set up, breakdown. Exactly. He set mm-hmm. the he set the camera up. He broke it mm-hmm. down. Right. He saw the process start to finish. He saw me edit the video. Right. He sees all of that. Right. But if you have to do it from a business perspective, teach your children. Teach your children. Please. Just please don't. And I, I really hate to say that, say this. Please don't let social media raise your children because everything on social media is not good for your children. Some of these games that they play, it's not good. It's not healthy. Go ahead. No, you can finish. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to raise my hand for after you was done. Okay. Because some of the games that they play is not healthy. Some of the games that they play, the language is bad. Some of the games that they play, it does not help them socially, but it does teach bad habits. And that's a whole different discussion for another day. Oh, we was going to have it right now, but okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Because even, even my kid, he plays video games mm-hmm. and he thinks I'm not paying attention, but I could be in a different room. And I'm I'm listening. One yep. day I shocked him because I came around the corner. I said, what did you say? Uh-huh. And he was trying to change it up real quick. Nah, man. I heard you. Right. But even if you are going to let them play on a video game or whatever, especially at a certain age, pay attention. Listen, and don't be totally what, distracted. Right. Don't be so caught and up. That's on what the dad said. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't don't be so caught up on social media or doing your own thing that you're completely ignoring what's going on five feet from you. Right. You you cannot. And then and TikTok. Lord have mercy. Not that I have anything against TikTok. Because listen, I got a TikTok account, and I have a TikTok account. I do. I have a TikTok account. But one of the the dads was on the the video. He said, "Oh, I'm there." When my son is playing the game, I'm there and I'm paying attention. And you have to pay attention because the things that they say, they mimic. The children mimic the things that are said or they're playing with each other. And and the the conversation gets a little heavy. And so you have to pay attention. You have to be in tune to what your children are doing. Yep, absolutely. The music that they listen to, video games that they're playing, 
who they're following on social media, all yep. of it. I know we don't like to listen to the music, especially us say folks. Sometimes we don't like to hear what, what, <laughs> what our young people are listening to. But let me tell you, but the you got to listen to it. There's some mm -hmm. benefit in listening to it because you're able to have a conversation with them on their level. They'll understand. Exactly. They'll, they'll be exactly. like, oh, for real? You did what? You know who that is. Right. You know who that is? Can I what tell you, know you that? much? Can I tell you how much respect that gets you from a young person? Because you you're listening to and you're able to have a conversation with them. You're able to know what they like. You're it's not like you're untouchable. Yep. Every well, now and then, every now and then, I'll allow I'll be in the car with my guy son. And for the most part, I listen to gospel music. Mm -hmm. And you know, he has his favorite gospel song. My baby is a church baby. He's been in church his uh -huh. whole life. So, you uh -huh. know, he knows some gospel songs. Right. Every now and then, I'll let him listen to, to hip hop and rap. Mm -hmm. Every now and then. But he knows the limit. Right. He knows, yo, you got to pull up the edited version. Right. And be respectful. Right. I Be respectful. Totally. We'll sing some of the songs together. Mm -hmm. But that builds that builds relationship. That helps right. solidify relationships. That and helps him see, connect. yo, you can come and talk to me about anything because I get it. Right. It helps you co to connect. You got to be able to connect with them. Yeah. So, so I hope and pray. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So again, not judging anybody on how they allow their, their child or children to use social media because that's not my business. Again, too much of a good thing. It's not good for you. And I would say monitor because people are still luring children away through social media. Yeah. I hope and pray that something was said on this episode that helped you think about something in a different light, that yeah. shed light for you in certain areas. And for those of you who may have older children, right, your children may be fully grown out on their own. I hope, I hope that something was said that would encourage you to now become a mentor to the next generation. Right. Because we, right. we need examples. They need examples. See, even if your children are fully grown, that's cool. Even if you, you have grandchildren, right? Start, start paying attention to what your grandchildren are doing. Start right. pouring into the next generation. We said it earlier. Right. What we're doing today and what we're seeing today is because mm -hmm. of the example that's been set before us. Exactly. What example are you leaving behind? Right. What example are you showing your child, your grandchild, your great grandchild, your nephew, your anybody? Right. What example are you leaving behind? The kids in your church, the kids in your community. What example are you leaving behind? That's good. So, sis, that's yes. it. you want to you want to you want to pray us out or or what are we doing? Yeah, let's pray. You know what? I prayed last week. You go ahead. Oh, there's a limit to how many episodes you can pray? No, come on. 
Come on, prayer warrior. Come on. How dare you. God, how we thank you and we praise you for allowing us to have this opportunity to have a healthy conversation that today's conversation was a demonstration that we can have those healthy debates without being upset, without getting yeah. in our feelings, but yeah. we can have those healthy conversations in order to help someone else. God, someone may agree yeah. with my sister. Someone may agree with me. It does not matter. What yeah. matters is that we have healthy, open communications that build relationships, but that ultimately points back to you, God. We thank you for this platform. We ask that you would touch every single listener, whatever need they have in their life. God, we're asking that you would meet the need. God, help us all to set better examples. Will we be yes, perfect? Yes. Absolutely not. But God, help us to do our best. God, help us to strive to set the example that you set for us. Yeah. God, help us to do better in our communication with each other. God, help us to pull back from social social media and, and video games and spend more time with you and then spend more time with each yes. other. God, oftentimes yes. we look yes. at the cross and we only think about the vertical relationship, but God, help us to see that the horizontal relationship is important as well. God, thank you for my sister. God, thank you for the wisdom that she has god thank you for her perspective god thank you thank for you, her Lord. life god thank you for her ministry god thank you for every single thing that she pours into this show god continue thank to you, bless and to keep her god we love you and we thank you so much there's no way we would do this without you yes and so god we say thank you in jesus name we pray amen amen 